0: Mom, I'm your host, Carlisle Studer, here with my mother, Carmen Studer. Um, hot off the press, we're here! Yay! How are you, Mama? I'm wonderful, darling. How are you today? I'm doing good.
1: Are you ready for our question? Yes, let's, I am. I us get it. Hoping I don't fail again. The last couple of years, <laughs> I'm like, oh, can I defer? <laughs> um, back to summer Obviously school. Obviously, really good at this. You're failing. <laughs> You do not pass
0: go. You do not collect $200. Go straight to jail. Yes. Okay. So um, question I was going to ask you, knowing what you know now, how would you raise your kids different since I'm fully cooked
1: <laughs> out <laughs> well, the oven? I'm still raising you. I just don't let you know. Um, I, okay. This is a great, great, great question and highly on my mind, as you know, lately, Um so, you know I have a charitable heart, and I have started my own, I haven't unveiled it, I haven't shared with anyone, because what I do is I prove it out, and I'm doing beta testing now with mothers, because this is my my passion. I wanna be able to, my last thing, I was helping guys out of jail, well, that's after the problems occurred, and so now I'm trying to rewind and- Preventative and, medicine? Yes, I wanna mm-hmm. go back in, and I wanna work with um, underserved communities, and I want to teach mothers um, and children ways to um, connect to this world beyond material and flesh kind of concept and more spiritually and the benefits of that, but also helping them understand, okay, if we are going to be in a material world and it's heavy and it's dense and there's a lot of evil and there's different things, let's not just tell the kids all the good stuff. Let's let them be aware of, you know, the types of things that they can run up against. And I think that the number one thing would probably be having them understand that overcoming the world is you know, truly a, a, a spiritual journey. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a journey. And so until you've gotten to that point, or even want to, there's plenty of people that don't want that, um, you have to understand how the world maneuvers. And the only way you're gonna understand the way the world maneuvers is if you understand the laws of the universe. And there's, you know, people will debate on how many different laws there are, but I start breaking them down and teaching kids. And here's just one example. One of the moms came back with a story because I was trying to share with them how to help the child identify when they're in the spirit. And so um, she came back and she's like, my kid was running around the house the other day thanks to you going, I'm in the spirit, (laughs) I'm in the spirit. And so this kid was just all jacked up on the spirit and he can identify it. And once a child knows how to identify when they're in the spirit, they can become addicted to that feeling and they will learn how to get themselves there once they know that they're there on a regular basis. But until that happens, I like to be able to also share with them little things like the law of correspondence or the law of vibration or things like that.
0: So what, So that's what you would do different if you yeah. were to re-raise yes, us. Absolutely. Would you have hated it? Teach us the, Well, teach us the laws of the universe? Yeah, I would. I don't know, I think kids are really open-minded. I think the key is to spinning, I think you have to, like, you have to be honest with kids and you have to make them aware of how important everything they do is from a place of doing it out of love for yourself versus out of like, you have to brush your teeth. Because kids, are, why don't kids like brushing their teeth?
1: <laughs> like I've, Because it interrupts playtime.
0: Or, or okay, so is it because it signifies bedtime? It's like brushing my teeth, means going to bed, I'm having fun.
1: Well, it also so, is before school, it's, you know... But I, I feel like particularly, like, in the morning, yeah. I, I feel like... It's not like, so bothersome. Yeah,
0: but kids are always, like, that. kids will, like, lie and, like, not brush their teeth. They're like, oh, yeah, I brush my teeth and just go to bed. But, like, what what is the resistance yeah. to I think as an teeth? adult,
2: you like the result, and when you're a kid, you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> it seems like a
0: nuisance. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was, I was brushing and flossing the other night. Did you see a name drop that I'm flossing? That's it's really impressive. I've been very... Um, I've been very adamant about being really good about flossing this whole year. Um, I like it. Cause I feel like if in the years past, I'll do it like for like six weeks and then drop off for a few weeks yeah. and then it's just hard to, cause I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, I try to make it fun.
2: <laughs> I yeah. like,
0: try and like hypnotize myself into being like, hell yeah, I can't wait to go home and floss, but it always feels like a burden. Um, but as I was brushing my teeth, I was like, how would I convince my child that this was fun? I'm like, wow, we have teeth. Like, aren't they so cool? We keep them clean. (laughs) Like, like I get it. Like, I get. It's like it's like church. Like the dentists do it through fear. They're like, yeah. If you eat a bunch of candy, your teeth are gonna fall out. Right. But we gotta come up. We gotta we gotta get good. We gotta get good propaganda for brushing your teeth.
1: Yes. I remember when (laughs) my sisters were little. One of them took my mom's shaver and shaved her legs. And (laughs) my my dad at dinner started telling my mom a story about a little girl that shaved too young and how she turned into a gorilla. (laughs) Just to see her face flip from one thing to the other, it was, you know. I mean, that's the thing about kids. They're so moldable, and we have such a responsibility. We are literally programming them. And so to to take the job seriously, but I like the creativity, Car. Keep, Keep going with it.
0: That's hilarious. Told them they were gonna turn into a gorilla. That would yeah, be that they became
1: so hairy, they turned into the looking girls that look like gorillas. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's like when you tell. It's so mean.
0: Yeah, that's that's a psychological operation.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, Steve Martin says, you know, if you wanna, te- you teach your kids wrong, and then they won't be saying things. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, like like the wrong colors, or like instead someone- of like I have to go to the bathroom, you have to go to the banana, and then they. have... It and just never, <laughs> messes up their whole life, because no matter where they go, nobody understands
0: them. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that people saying that they would be funny to like teach their kids like all the wrong colors, like teach them that green is pink and yellow is blue, and then they would run around doing the same thing, being yeah. like, oh, will, will you pass me that like yellow pillow? And everyone's like, what the f-
1: are you talking about? <laughs> but yes, it's a, it's a major responsibility to raise kids, and I think that... For whatever reason, Bible study and churches, they do a decent job, but they haven't really pulled people into overcoming the world. And I think, okay, if we're going to deal with the fact that people aren't overcoming the world and living in the spirit, but they continue to live in the flesh, let's let them understand the laws of the universe so that they can at least live in the flesh as healthy as possible. Um, Yeah, I I just don't, I think that's a very evolved
0: perspective, and I don't think that that's the way most, I don't know, I've never run a church, so I don't know, I don't know how that works, but, yeah, I think it is more important to teach kids to be aware
1: of, aware of their powers and, or even evil, I mean, I think, um, you know, they're taught, okay, you don't wanna go to hell, but, but what about the spirit of manipulation? I mean, this is something that's been, you know, front and center because of all the different things that are going on with pedophiles and sexual Me Too and all the different horrifying stories, But most of those aren't, like people say, they're not like, you know, duct tape and kidnapped. They're mostly manipulated into those Mm -hmm. spaces through people they know. Mm -hmm. And so I think for children to understand a spirit that isn't um, healthy, but that could look tricky. It could Mm -hmm. look healthy. It could look like it feels good. It could look like it tastes good. It could, you know, whatever it is that they're trying to get, lure somebody into, And even um, control type things, you know, a lot of times people make it look like something innocent, and it's very um, veiled evil. Mm -hmm. And so I think for kids to be able to recognize um, unholy spirits, and I do think it's teachable.
0: Yeah, I think kids naturally have really good boundaries, but they're taught out of them because like, <laughs> right? like like a kid like they're no, not gonna like share. On. They're not gonna share their meal with you. Like if you're like, can I have some of that? They'll be like, no. Like get your own. Or they're gonna hide behind your leg if they're meeting someone new. But people are like, no, go give them a hug. You've met this person five times, and this kid's like, I don't, I don't remember this person. Like yeah. they're a literal stranger to me. Like, I don't want to hug. I don't want to touch them. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that it seems to to adults it seems so minuscule because we're used to. Putting that aside every day, but I think it's important to pay attention to.
1: Oh, for sure. Things like that. Yeah. Yes. And then there's lots of little things, you know, like, you know, I don't know, but it is the awareness of the parent and the evolution of the child. It it is a synergy between both, and it takes both to make it really successful. And we've seen the damage of the ones who haven't done the work. Yeah. On
0: on the parent side you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. So I'm excited. I already started the beta test. I'm working with moms. They're having great stories. I mean, really incredible stories of these kids tuning in, learning how to be more mindful, learning how to spend time alone, learning how not to look outside of themselves for answers to actually go in, which is I think also one of the most powerful things.
0: Yeah, that's powerful because I never like when you grow up and then there's like a specific day when you realize your parents <laughs> don't know everything and it's like, are you kidding me? Like, cause they've answered all of your, basically all of your questions your Until whole life and then 12. you get to a point where they're yeah. like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Like you have a track record. You're supposed to keep up. Like you brought me into this world. And you don't know anything about it. Like, come on. But so I think that is important because it,
1: it's really kind of funny. Yeah, And it's a thought, I guarantee you, almost every mother has before they bring that baby in, too. You're like, can I really do this? I remember bringing Dane home, the first one, and it's just like, they're going to just let us leave? (laughs) (laughs) With a child? (laughs) They don't know me. Just because we have a car seat doesn't mean we're qualified.
0: (laughs) Right? right? That's true. That's true. Um, All right, let's move on.
1: All right. Uh, Can I ask a question real quick before you guys move on? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt No, we love it. You were always invited.
2: Oh, well, thank Thank you. you. Uh, Carlisle, was ever anything that stands out in your head that you wish you had been taught or that your mom and parents had done different as you were growing up?
1: Oh,
0: I wish I wish I would have been raised um, to learn multiple languages because it's super oh, easy yeah. to learn it when you're like yes. two to six. You mm-hmm. can pick it up like so easily. Mm-hmm. And so I wish I would have learned
2: That's a good languages. one.
0: Yeah, uh, that would have been really cool because now it's so much harder to learn once you're a fully grown adult. But with a developing brain... I think that would
1: have been cool. At it's one like you point, don't remember
2: English being hard to learn.
1: Right? N- yeah, exactly. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good one. How about, now that he opened this flow, um, how about anything that we did do that you were like, yes. Either me or your dad. Um, there's a lot of things.
0: Probably. Just which one comes off the top of your
1: head like that?
0: Uh, probably letting, never really forcing me to do something I really didn't want to do. And not like something that was necessary but like an extracurricular activity or something like that yeah you kind of got always let me decide what I wanted to do and what I was interested in and I was never forced into a specific set of hobbies or anything like that (laughs) you know what I mean no I do like a lot of kids are forced into whatever the parents did yeah yeah so I I kind of got to like do my own thing yes yeah and even with grades I remember you guys saying like that's you have to deal with the consequences of having bad grades so that's up to you Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I was like oh shit
1: <laughs> that's true <laughs> well good I'm glad you liked it all right <laughs> we can stars. go on to our next segment all right which so
0: is our non-current event and today is about the best-selling board game Monopoly uh, so the the story is do you know this no, that an unemployed salesman created this game in his basement during the Great Depression. Wow! Right? That's that was the unofficial story. If like that's how it was marketed, that's how everyone knows it. But it is a lie. What? Because it was stolen. It was created in 1904 by an, a woman named
1: Oh, of Lizzie course, Maggie. it was stolen from a woman. <laughs> yes.
0: it was 1904, and she was a. Um, it was created in 1904, and just to promote the idea of land tax. So she wanted to, it was called Landlord's Game, and it was to teach about land tax and wow. to um to to throw caution against the idea of land grabbing. And it was literally ripped off and presented to the Parker brothers in 1935. By
1: that salesman.
0: hmm <gasps> Complete with a spelling mistake copied directly from the original. Dang. He didn't even he didn't even read like he didn't even he edit. Just, no, did not edit. Just flat out he stole it. Just flat out stole it. Which is really funny because it reminded me of that. One time, I think I read this on like IMDb trivia or something, but you know the movie *Goodwill Hunting*. Yes. So Matt Damon and what's his name, Ben, ben. Affleck, wrote mm-hmm. it. But they said they uh, they had pitched it to like a, a, an obscene amount of studios, like tons of producers, and they had sent the script everywhere. But they put a, a scene in the middle where it was a kissing scene between the two guys that were friends. And they did it to see if anyone would actually read it all the way through. (laughs) Because one studio was like, this movie is amazing. However, that one scene, like, really just, it just doesn't make sense. It's out of nowhere. Yeah, and
1: you're like, good, you you passed the test. Yes, exactly. So
0: that's awesome. he did not pass the test. He ripped off Monopoly. And it went by for 40 years before the company, it admitted Maggie was the brains behind it. Because before legal action, they bought the rights to uh, what she had wanted to call it and Wow. Been like, no, we didn't do that. And then 40 years later when no one cared, they were like, all right, yeah.
1: We admit We definitely did that. But Great Depression's over, so. Wow. Get your check, yeah. That's nuts. There's been a lot of stuff stolen from women over the years. So many stolen. I don't know what goes on in this world, but I've had stuff stolen from me, and it doesn't feel good. It's, um. It's one of those things, though, that you definitely have to get over, Like, especially once you learn the law of one. You, you realize that everything is under God's control and that you, you know that no matter what, it's working out for the best, even yeah. though it takes a while to get to that point. Um, but it, it taught me a lot of lessons about um, how to really take power and authority over what you create, which yeah. is important. It really is important.
0: Yeah, the closest thing I've ever had that to happen to me was when, like, someone says your joke louder in a classroom and then everyone laughs. And I'm like, (laughs) I said that to myself. Like, and then, okay, but here's, that's happened to me. That's the
1: point, though. The power and authority wasn't there.
0: Yeah, because I was like... "Mm -hmm." You learned your lesson, didn't you? But no, 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 here's the thing. It's happened to me multiple times. And you know what? It wouldn't bother me if if the person owned up to it. If I like turned to that person and they were like, "Hey, that's showbiz baby." I'd be like, "You know what? You're right. You went <laughs> for it. I didn't, but it's, it's just the
1: avoidance that bothers me." Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But yeah. yeah. I've have even had people telling national stories that were mine as if they're theirs. Yeah. Wild. That's true. Isn't wasn't
0: there that one really famous book about that guy's like Biography of him recovering from drugs and being homeless, yes. and then everyone so found out it was real? fake. Yes. It was like yo. I read
1: that book when it came out. Yeah, it was it a, was a, a big million deal. A tiny,
0: a million tiny little pieces. It had, it had the yeah, cut had out the, all hand of the... the
1: sprinkles. No, it was all the inside of the drug. I think. Oh, it was. It looks like sprinkles, though. Oh, yeah. is that sprinkles? Well, and I thought it was the drug, That's so I crack. don't know. We'll have to pull up that and 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 double check. But I was thinking it was the drug, whatever. I, yeah. I don't like, even remember it anymore, but, because yeah. I read it when we lived in Colorado, I think that's when that it came out. was a
0: scandal. But like, dude, if you have a good book, just write a fiction book. Like, that's so embarrassing to, know. to write that story and then someone being like, that's literally not true.
1: I know. It is, people can get caught in their own realities. I mean, actually we all oh, are. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all caught in our own realities. Um, some of us are a little bit more transparent and um, less hiding of who we are than others. Um and then there's some people that just to cope they they have to put up a presence that um mm-hmm. and it's their journey. That's part of where they're gonna they're, <laughs> Love that journey they're for g- you. <laughs> love it. I would have to start saying that to my clients. That sounds, love that journey that for you. That sounds so You're sarcastic. gonna date that guy again? Okay, we'll love that journey for you. <laughs> we love that for you.
0: Um that reminds me I think that was a Teal Swan That's video fun. one time where she talks about um uh overdramatic people. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cool because I never thought about it this way. She's like, overdramatic people aren't overreacting. They're literally reacting how they feel. Right. And it just happens to be that it's overblown from the reality that you're experiencing. Right. Does that like make sense? Yep. Like once I realized that, I was like, oh, it's not like they're, cr- they're they're not, you know, conjuring these emotions out of nothing. Like it's not, it's not performance art. I'm like, that really feels that intense to them. Yeah. Like we're, and however, there is times where that, that is a problem, but it. It changed my perspective from being like, "Oh, well, they're acting," to them grace. being like, "Oh, it's that is, that is our emotions." Yeah. However, absolutely ridiculous. They need to get a hold of that.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, to- I agree. Totally
1: agree with you. And um, the 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 thing that comes to mind with Monopoly for me is the monocle. Oh, the the Mandela effect. He doesn't have a monocle. I know, but that's yeah. like literally. I even saw the other day somebody had a drawing of the of the Monopoly man. And he had it on. And I was like, that's so fun. Maybe that's why. Maybe somebody added it over the years and we. Yeah, Who some knows? of us think. I mean, I was convinced when you said that there wasn't one. I was. Like, I thought there no, was There too. is a monocle. I always thought there was a monocle on the. Have Monopoly you heard man. of the Mandela effect?
2: Doesn't the guy in East Ventura too even have a monocle? when he's like, "You must be the Monopoly guy."
1: Oh, really? that's probably why. But no, what is that? But no, it was before that. I've always thought oh, it yeah, was. Yeah, no, way.
2: I think it's been like that forever. That's the reason that joke, like that, he, you know, that they had the monocle in it is because yeah, yeah everyone yeah. associates that with the Monopoly guy.
1: Yeah. Well, but this is the reality that we live in. It's very. There's so much we don't know. It's exciting,
2: actually. What is it? The the, the effect the thing though. The
1: Mandela effect. It's like.
2: Is it kind of like how people always say, uh, "Luke, I'm your father," even though Vader yes. didn't actually say exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, that
0: is actually an example of the Mandela effect. It is like what are other ones? What's another one? Um, 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 Fruit oh. Loops, like being F R O O T versus F R U I T. There's all these like different things that people have clear different memories of. And they think that it's because this, like, what's that called? The CERN, that giant generator that, like, actually ripped a hole in the time space continuum and created this, like, alternate reality at one point that, like, split a bunch of these really small things. Um, I think it happens all false, the time it's anyway. A, it's a false memory phenomenon. And it was called the Mandela effect because there was a bunch of people who thought that Nelson Mandela. Uh, was dead like years before he
1: actually right. died. So when he died, people and some are, like, some people he's thought been he dead. died in prison and some people yes, thought like, he died out of prison. Yeah. yeah. Some people
0: were like, oh no, 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 he died in prison in the eighties. Like I remember that. And yeah. some people are, like, no, he literally died in twenty yeah. thirteen. Like um Yeah, it's wild. It's, it's wild. Weird. It's cool. It is what well, is it is weird how our memory generates. When did things. he
2: die? Now I'm, now I'm Oh
0: worried. he did he did oh, he died December twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Um there there's that I was watching this documentary about uh memory and they were talking about how unreliable our memory is, Yes, which is terrifying. Um, right. However, I'm like, you know what? I would like to go in to get tested because I think that I have a slightly above average memory. You and my sister
1: Dina. Because I, I have a really good memory, but I'm like, what if I don't? What if I've built? You do. No, you do. Because you. I used to tell people you were my hard drive. <laughs> my
0: computer. I have all this information. I just
1: have her with me all the time. She remembers everything. I can just sit back and coast. all as well. I love it. Um, but it was and you know also we only remember um, what we remember remembering 50% of the past so everything else we kind of fill in <laughs> yeah well cause think about it cause
0: every time you're two things because so, every time you remember something you're just remembering the last time you remembered it you're not remembering the exact moment you lived it but this documentary to prove how uh, like incompetent people's memories were, they did a study where they brought all these people in to um, an interrogation room, and they they told them, they were like, you're here because you committed this crime, here's what you did, and they told them all these insane details, and by the end of it, I think, I think like either 40 to 75% of the people believed that they had, these people had not committed this crime, they had nothing to do with this false crime that didn't exist, and by the time they left, they believed they did it. Yes. How crazy is that? Yes, yes. What? Yes. Could you imagine? If someone was like you stole
1: a car, but this is and why this is why abused women um yeah, it's true. have a hard time leaving relationships because they're gaslit. And that's what that is. Yeah. It's gaslighting. You're you're literally telling somebody that their reality isn't true. And that's another reason why I think that kids really need to trust their spirits very young because they will reject that that couldn't happen to me now definitely could have happened to me younger oh yeah that would not happen to me at all no never I'd be like it's go time
0: do you want to know what I had for breakfast three weeks ago like I...
1: that's what that's why like when you when you hear like I've got my red pen and I am ready to cross yeah, out I'm all like let's the, take notes all the mistakes you made in your in your story but uh um, but, but, but
2: if you're but they convince you that you're just crazy and you remember it all incorrectly I mean I no. feel like I, I could be persuaded that I'd
0: yeah. You see I yeah. I regularly question if I am crazy and I think that that is a sign that you're not because if you're really crazy yeah. you think that you're not. That's
2: and... an interesting take on it. Yes. This. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, cuz I'm always like I'm good. I question this Frequently,
1: so. The same thing will happen, I'll have a client come to me and they'll be like, I don't know, I was looking at, you know, I was thinking my husband was narcissistic, but then I started reading about it and I'm wondering if I'm the one, and I'm like, you're not you are You wouldn't one. do that. <laughs> you wouldn't even, you wouldn't research it, you wouldn't think you were, so you're good. I'm oh, like,
2: I don't know, what if I have a repressed memory and I committed some kind of heinous crime at some time and I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I've seen those Twilight Zones. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> exactly that kind of but yeah. Very far fetched. It would take but, a lot for somebody to make me question my reality. Yeah. I'm very me too. I'm very solid in what I believe in. and I'm very open though in cha- to changing my mind, but not on things that I know to be true. Yeah.
2: What if you had blackout, no memory, like the hangover style? Yeah,
1: that'd mm-hmm. be different.
0: Then I that'd would be terrifying.
2: That would be terrifying. I would
0: believe. But I, I have enough faith in myself that I think like the worst thing I would do would be like text my friends you know what i mean like you know where your
2: compass is yeah exactly like
0: i think i would i think no matter how messed up my head was i would literally just want to like get home right you know what i mean yeah i don't think i would do anything crazy i would trespass that's the only that's the only thing i would do i'd probably just walk a bunch of places i shouldn't walk but i wouldn't be violent (laughs) (laughs) well good to
1: know honey (laughs) (laughs) i i I never worried about whether i was crazy or not but i have had people tell me i was you know like you're making that up or whatever and i'm like okay yeah
0: well Well, that's that's yeah people literally do live in different realities so i'm like yeah if it serves you you remember that differently then that's fine
1: yeah well Um, we went all over the place with monopoly monopoly (laughs) (laughs)
0: land tax Land Tax. Land Tax, Monopoly. I, used to, I love Monopoly. That's one of my favorite games. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: I was always the hat. Um, what were you? I like the horse. Oh, yeah, of course. And I think that's it. That was it. The horse or nothing, you're out.
0: Or maybe the dog. I like the things that could walk on their own. <laughs> I like the things that had legs, like, you know what I mean? Like, what was there like, there it makes no sense. Like, How what, is this hat going to move around? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, isn't there, isn't there a thimble? Way too logical. Sewing machine? God, Something like that? I don't think I've ever
2: finished a game <gasps> of Monopoly. <laughs> it's not oh like Clue, where you Did always come to they? some yeah. ultimate, dis, you know, That's so conclusion, true. but.
0: They have a phone, they have the Monopoly app you can play on your phone, and I was, like, fully addicted to it for a few years. Really? Yeah, and I was probably, like, 12 or 13. I literally would win, like, every single game in a row. So it no longer became fun because I kind of figured out exactly
1: yeah. what to do every time.
0: But <laughs> I like, you hacked it. I like structure. So I was like, this is fun. This is relaxing. Like Nothing goes wrong.
1: I love it. So what's your next current event?
0: Um, if you have another one. I do. I have a few things we can discuss. Talk to us. Okay. Um, let's, which one do I want to start with? Ooh, okay. You know what? We're going to go with this one first. Oh, bubble basketball. Before we get into oh, here she we got to talk, talk bubble basketball just for a second,
1: y'all. There goes my tweet. What tweet? <laughs> the one I was going to ask you about, because you're probably going to answer the question.
0: Oh, no. I, no I'm just going to tell a story, because okay. it, it's really it's really good basketballs happening, because some, some people are fighting really hard to get into the playoffs, and then some people who um, are fighting really hard to get a really good deal, mm-hmm. like to get a really good upgrade in their pay... For next season because they're on a team with a bunch of superstars and they're not playing so they get to show off but they know they have no chance of playoffs but they're fighting for their job so there's and there's lots of bubble drama obviously Uh, but before you love it that's why I love it we love the drama Uh, but I was I was in the infrared sauna we had this little pop-up infrared sauna at our house and I was I was in there and you can stick your hands out and I was holding my phone and I was watching Portland play (laughs) I was watching the Trailblazers play the Clippers you were and in a bubble
1: while you were watching the I bubble. I was in a
0: bubble, watching the bubble. And um, and the sauna ended before the game ended, but there was like one minute left. And I was like, okay, so I'll wait. Because I wanted to shower immediately after because you sweat so much yeah, and you don't want to like reabsorb the toxins because yeah. you do it to detox. So I'm like, I need to get this sweat off of me ASAP. Right. But then they went into overtime and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. I can't sit here and sweat. I cannot stop watching this. Like, it's no fun to go back and watch it. Like, it was so... It was such a good game. And it was so in the so moment. Sit- so here's what I did. I, I, you know how our phones are waterproof? Yeah. I showered, and I didn't have to. I didn't wash my hair. I just washed my body yeah. while I was holding my phone <laughs> in the shower. That is a
1: commitment <laughs> to watching- the bubble. That is a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> what team was it?
0: It was a uh, Portland and uh, the Clippers. Oh okay. Yeah, I was watching Damian Lillard go off on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Some of the best. I mean, defenders in the league. So it was very Hence exciting. the reason
1: Adidas is selling those shoes at cheap.
0: Dame time. It was Dame time. I was like, I can't put my phone down. So we're just going to do this little one-handed chat. But I, my phone is cracked at the very top. So I had to hold it very far away <laughs> from the shower head. So I literally had like one hand out here while I am like shimmying my body around. Good
1: job. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Um, so glad you shared
0: that story with us. OK. <laughs> that wasn't even what I wanted to talk about.
2: Are you able to listen to a game like that? Or do you have to see it?
0: Um, just I, I I'm, a, I'm a visual person. Can I gotta know? see it.
2: No, I, I can't ever follow a game just audio-wise. You have to watch it. Like, yeah, any, yeah. any sport, yep.
0: I would get too jealous. They'd be like, oh, bang, that's awesome. And I'd be like, what? I want to see, like. Yeah. Um, Which is the
1: whole reason you love this game anyway, because they don't have helmets, and so you can see their reactions.
0: Yeah, their faces are right there. But what, that was a total sidetrack. What I really wanted to talk about was, so one of the players was on, um, I'm talking about Dwight Howard for a second. I love Dwight Howard. I think he's so funny. And I'm really happy for his comeback is season. Is he the one
1: with the pretty shoulders? Yes.
0: He's the one with the very, he has very, I mean, they all have nice shoulders, you but oh he has exceptionally nice shoulders.
2: I thought he was the one.
1: <laughs> so, now I know who you're talking about.
0: So he was on, and this is just an example. So he was on an Instagram live and he said he didn't believe in vaccines. And he was like, that's wow. my, he was like, that's my opinion. Every, like to everyone their own. Like, I don't care, but this isn't the point of what I'm saying. Then someone on Twitter, like, quote tweeted it and was like, he should be kicked out of the bubble. Like, having those opinions are dangerous. And then I started. Okay, but here's what it brought me to. We live in a world where it's more dangerous for someone who has no authority to say something controversial than it is the fact that people are listening to these people. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if you take health advice from a an NBA star yes that that the dangerous part is that you can't critically think like it's not we we can't keep well here's the thing
1: people. though is it's very real and the reason is because of AI it's because of what's repeated over and over again and then we get we identify and we bond with these people they said that if Oprah were to take the vaccine 10 million people would automatically take it that's nuts Wow. But anyway, keep going. Let's get off vaccine. At, at this point, op- <laughs> at this
0: point, Oprah is the butterfly effect, right? Like that's crazy. But no, I was, I was, I was just thinking because I'm like, we live in a world where our our, our current celebrities don't have to work for their intellectual influence, right? They never have to to prove to point. us that they have these moral or these intellectual understandings and studies of what they believe before they just go out and shout it out. And then, on, on the reverse side, here's the thing, because everyone's like, people, people who are dangerous don't deserve platforms. And I agree, if you're like inciting violence, or being real racist, or being awful, there's a difference between emotionally and verbally abusing someone on your YouTube that gets a million of views, and then there's a difference between having a controversial opinion. But it's kind of like artists hundreds of years ago, we didn't realize the value of their art till they were dead, and I'm like, in today's world, like 60 years from now, we're gonna find someone's Twitter who had like 3,000 followers and be like, they were so smart, how come no one listened to them? Like that's gonna be the modern day right. dead philosopher
1: is someone's tweets buried somewhere in the AI universe. Well, I, I think you said the smartest thing of all COVID. Oh, um, yes. And that was that mom, Ever. the information age is over. and. At first, I was like, what is she talking about? But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, it's actually been dead for a while. <laughs> and here's the thing I really want you to hear this because I, I love what you're saying and it is important, but it's also can be flipped upside down. And I could show you hundreds, perhaps thousands, of expert scientists, doctors, leaders who can be bought. So their oh, yeah. intellectual, Absolutely. their intellectual, um, uh, platform is assumed, which I think is more dangerous.
0: Oh yeah, no, there's one of them being sued right now because they 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 received money from the Coca-Cola company, someone from the FDA to say that it wasn't um, dangerous and causing obesity. This happened like ten years ago.
1: Yeah, that's why I always tell. That's what uh, experts can be bought. Experts and I can think be bought
0: just like politicians are bought. And that's they're why. all
1: bought. Think for yourself. And that's why my most important mission on life right now on this earth is to get little kids to. Be able to tune in to the spirit, mm-hmm. because the spirit is always Spirit, honest. don't lie. It's the great comforter, That's, baby. But it's okay, the great but comforter. I
0: want to I wanna, I wanna, clarify here for a second. Okay, like, I'm just go ahead. Like go, go back ahead. to what you said. Do it, do it. When I said the information age is over, I didn't mean that we're not going to be receiving information or learning new things. I said that we're going to come to a point where, where information is so so readily available to everyone but however it's so convoluted that someone who is um, an expert in something isn't going to have as much value as someone who has really good intuition and i was talking about it in terms of like if ai came along and we all had like over exaggeration if we all had those like computer brains and Netflix, not Netflix, the neural Neuralink, matri- no, no, in no, the Matrix, where you oh. can like download a language in right. two seconds. I'm like, right. if that happens, being smart is no longer valuable. Right. That is the everyday thing. It'll and be- then what's valuable is how intuitive you are and how how you know your feelings, your ability to navigate what's right and what's wrong and listen to your gut, because that will be a literal monetary value. But I think that we are at a point with there is so much, there's so much misinformation and there's also so much going back and forth on information. Like, there's no right. Everyone right they now, they can't even
1: agree on a diet. How could they agree on? COVID?
0: No, what was that 20, 40 years ago? Everyone was like, absolutely, do not eat fat, Atkins diet only. And then now they're like, if you do that, you're literally starving your brain. Yeah, it's true. The brain needs fat. So, we don't. That's why I think that, but you know.
1: No, and I loved it. I love what you said, and I, yeah. I completely understood that, and I hope that everyone, you know, got that, because that was the whole point of what I said when I said that was the smartest thing you've said, but I yeah. appreciate the clarification. But that's when
0: it comes to medicine, too. Like, everyone's immune system is different. Like, yes. if you're taking so-called natural supplements that are supposed to help you, but it doesn't make you feel good, listen to that, because yes. it, it, there's, everyone's different.
1: Yes. And then, too, to be able to know what's true is is one step, but to be able to step into that against a current, which is, I think, mm-hmm. the next step that people are going to have to be able to be really good at is, is understanding that you're not always going to be able to please everybody. And nope. it's important to be comfortable with that. Yeah, to be really comfortable with just being who you are and the way you want to do it. Mm-hmm. The way you you know, the way you and your doctor decide is best for you. Yeah. Or the way you and your counselor decide it's the best for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. That's like Michaela Peterson. She has the she had um an autoimmune disorder, but she's had all these terrible issues, like terrible health issues. And the only thing that cured it was a the carnivore diet. She literally for she yes. eats she, I'm very
1: familiar with that. Yeah, it. she
0: eats beef, salt, water. And now she eats like some chicken and fish, but and every doctor was like, that's so unhealthy. You can't do it. And she was like, it's literally the only thing that doesn't make me Feel have sick. awful reactions yeah. when I eat it. I don't and blame her. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, that is like... It, that would go against what every expert says. Yes, because they they just learn from other experts who learn yes. from other experts yes. who got a little lazy along the way.
1: One of the most <laughs> brilliant things that I heard during COVID, other than what you Me? said, yes, because yours was amazing, was um, Dr. Andrew Kaufman was talking about the difference between um, a doctor and an engineer and he said one of the things that he learned, he went to MIT mm-hmm. to be trained as an, uh, an engineer. Well, in tests, they were given problems that they had to solve using all the resources that they had. So they were taught to problem solve. Then he went in and he became a doctor at Duke. And when he went to class and went to tests, you weren't allowed to bring in any of the resources. You had to remember and regurgitate Mm -hmm. everything. So when you're dealing with a doctor that does not research, a doctor that does not problem solve, you might be dealing with something that isn't what you think it is. And I thought that was really, really um, eye-opening because it explains why a lot of times our experts are just following what they know because they were taught to do it that way. They weren't taught to problem solve, um, and uh, luckily, a lot of them are very smart people, and they do that they anyway. They out, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so many doctors that have done such spectacular things during COVID, and they have come out and they have gone against the grain and 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 shared their truth, which yeah. is really valuable. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. There's like there's something, and and with any job, there's a margin of error, and it is unfair to bring up this stat, but it's 250,000 people per year die from medical malpractice. Yeah. Now let's just say like half of that, or even more than half is like literal just accidents or things that happen because in every job there's accidents. It's just, if your job is saving people's lives, those accidents have bigger re- repercussions. But I think like three to 7,000 of them are just from people receiving the wrong medication or the wrong dose. Yes. And then like some of them are like surgical incidents that shouldn't happen. And it's, it, it is something... But actually,
1: that doesn't even include actually overdose, from what I understand. No,
0: yeah. I think prescription That's pills just, is
1: outside of that. They actually were given the correct dose, and it was not appropriate for that person.
0: Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. That's not an overdose. That means that right. you were in the hospital, and you were injected with like four times the amount of what you were supposed to get, and it killed you.
1: No. What I'm saying oh. is they were given the exact dose. one. one... Oh no, no, no. We're talking about two different things. That's a different stat. Oh. You're talking about prescription... I was separating it out.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think that I think the I was saying it's actually a higher statistic than what you gave because yeah. there's also overdoses.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's properly prescribed medicine. So that's technically not medical malpractice.
1: But I mean, it's still death through medical. Yeah. Rather than, yeah you know, a natural death, but, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that. But you have to be careful out there. You do. Stay suspicious, as <laughs> Carly would say. <laughs> you got to stay, <laughs> stay suspicious. You got to stay hydrated. Um, to the two pinnacles of health. <laughs> uh, so let's talk the other thing I wanted to bring up was um, let's go into the etymology of alcohol because I think this is always a fun venture. okay, and we haven't talked about this before. Al Ghul. So yeah, that is so in the spiritual alcohol from a spiritual sense is said to be from the Arabic alcohol, which means al ghoul, yeah body eating spirit. And then ghoul, like the English term, is supposedly comes from there. And then the Middle Eastern folklore is, is that ghouls were the demons who would eat corpses of children or dead bodies. But, and they and they say that that's why alcohol is called spirits. Mm-hmm. Because it, it distills something and it just takes the spirit out of it. But there's all this folklore that believe that it also took your spirit out. Yes. If you drank too much of it. And then that's why it's called blacking out when you drink too much. is because that's what the spiritual belief believes that if you drink too much and you black out, it's because your soul leaves your body. It's like.
1: So I thought you came up with that because you shared that with me, but I thought that was yours. Mm-mm. That's just something that you knew and you were sharing. Yeah, I saw it. Okay, because was- I was like, that girl's br- brilliant. I mean, you are, but <laughs> that, I was like, that makes so much sense when you think about you, every every time you get further and further away from your own true highest and best self it hurts yeah and and when you when you drink that much to you where you black out you could see where you would just pull yourself just (laughs) completely away yeah
0: but that's why this this thing i was reading it was saying that that's why people do things they would never normally do when they were sober because your soul saw you like spend $200 at Taco Bell and make a fool of yourself at a bar and was like, all right, peace out. I'm going to come back. Yeah. When you're not hungover.
1: <laughs> I'll all be right? home.
0: <laughs> I'll be home after some Advil and some Pedialyte and some apology texts. But until then, like your body is just out there yes. doing body things on, on clone mode.
1: Yes. But um, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't find a lot of, there's, with etymology that goes back that into ancient times most people are like we don't really know like yeah where it means or where it came from but there was a folklore tied to it that said it was used as spirits and yeah. said to be very dangerous because it, it would bring bad spirits to you well it does if you got too
1: drunk it does yeah. i mean i think it 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 borders on like the most visible possession of a <laughs> vessel that you can get. Yeah. Because you see, really good people do horrible things yeah. um, when they drink and very self damaging mm-hmm. and other damaging for that matter. There's plenty of people that, you know, kill people when yeah. they are possessed by that. That's spirit. people do that on Ambient too. Have you heard about that? Oh, yeah. People <laughs> that drink and, and have Ambient. No, I was going <laughs> to say just Ambient, but. Um... There was someone who took
0: Ambien and I think like murdered her neighbor or something and then obviously didn't remember it. And then, but, and then most people do innocent things like order a bunch of shoes online and then like there's like 14 boxes that come to their house that week. But (laughs) which is a lot better than finding out you murdered someone by accident because of your sleeping pills. But that is very terrifying. Yes. Um, but no, I think, cause I think that like alcohol is, you know, like anything, it's fine in moderation. Um, and it's great as like a social way to yes. I think I have to sneeze.
1: When I was younger, I would I just swore I was never going to drink because I remember tasting it and going, "Why would anybody do this? It's horrible! I don't understand." Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I, it really. I wish that I never had. To be honest, if I could go back and make one decision, I would never become a drinker. You know, like it. To me, it's. Oh my gosh. It's. <laughs> nothing good happens from it but I mean I still drink so <laughs> yeah. I mean not that often but yeah
0: yeah no yeah same I don't drink often but I do sometimes but um yeah they just say that it it makes your energetic body more open to negativity or weird things happening so yes it is important very to be very wary of that very what's your next one um I was gonna talk about internal and external processing uh-huh and how it's important to like know which one you are
1: an internal or an external processor. yeah like
0: how you process emotions like do you do do it in Share, your head do tell or do you do it where you like narrate it as you go because i think it's important to let the people around you know that if you're just externally processing something right you don't really need a reply yes you just need to to process it with someone right um or
1: just to do it aloud
0: Yes, it's like just to people, do it there's people yeah. that
1: talk to themselves.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then if you're an internal processor, it, that you have to let people know not to expect immediate reactions from right. you because you're literally processing it. I always thought, like, I always told people, I'm like, I think it takes a few days for me to like process my emotions so you know like it's like a shipping like thing like a three to three to five business after, days after
1: your personality leaves the party after, because <laughs> <laughs> no
0: but I, now now that I'm older and I look back on things I'm like I think it takes me like six months to process my emotions like really oh yeah there's been times like I'll I'll, I'll go through something with like a friend or someone and they would be like oh I, 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 I could understand why you'd be mad and I'm like I'm not mad and then like six months later I was like I'm mad now that was wrong like I think it yes it just takes me a while to
1: and I'm the opposite
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah you get over
1: things so I'm quickly. immediate processor yeah it drives me nuts immediate processor I'm just like hmm that was interesting don't like the way that felt gonna change this gonna make, create these boundaries dude boom yeah I know it drives me insane I don't I don't know where it came from yeah cuz
0: you get over things very quickly and I'm like I need a minute I need a minute
1: okay <laughs> yeah I very few times um, held grudges, and <laughs> ironically, they they went back to those people that stole my, you know, my credit or, you yeah. know, my, my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I got over that, too. But that would be the one that I would say was the most long-lasting.
0: Long-lasting grudge? Yeah, I don't hold grudges, yeah. but I just like need a minute to process because even after
1: after i got divorced <laughs> i was like ready to be your dad's friend and he was like no not yeah yet. No. psychotic <laughs> he wasn't ready
0: yeah i remember being a teenager and me and you would get in fights and then like five minutes later like do you want to go get lunch and i'm like i'm in emotional trauma trying to recover from being yelled at like i am not ready to get lunch yet
2: i'm the same way as carmen yeah, yeah. are you, you yeah just, it Big rolls time. off yep Especially once it's been resolved, if, like, apologies have been exchanged or whatever and things are smoothed yeah, over, I'm over really, it in like, two seconds. really, over it. Not the same for my wife. I know, so I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta stay away for a while, because she's not over it as quickly as me, but.
0: That's so awesome. You know, I wonder if that's a fire and air sign thing, because every fire and air sign I know gets over things real quickly.
2: Oh,
1: really? Yeah. When's your birthday, Kev? He's a Leo. Uh, I'm a Leo. Oh, yeah. that's August. a fire? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it.
2: What is uh wife's November? What is it? She's a uh... Scorpio? No.
1: Sagittarius?
2: Yes, I think that's it. That's fire. Really? Mhm. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> well, we're, <laughs> well, just, we're just, just making 1st up
1: be stuff, none of us are. No, ben November 1st ben. is none Scorpio. None of us are specialists on this and we're all like throwing out our expert opinion. No. Uh,
0: November <laughs> uh, November 1st would be Scorpio, so that's water. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. See? There you have it. <laughs> um do we, do we want to go to tweets now? No, don't you have no. anything else? I was going to. I'm g- loving all this stuff. I, have, I, I was going to talk a little bit about. Um,
1: well, internal and external um, was good. And it's true. And I think people should be aware of what they yeah. are. And yeah. I also think that. Some people aren't. That kind of leads me to thinking about this meta talk concept of repeating. Like if you're in a situation with somebody, to actually really take the time to repeat back to them what they just said to you because yep. so often like you and I just had that thing where we were basically saying the same thing about the doctor thing and all it takes is just clarification you know
0: mm-hmm. they say to do that if someone offends you or says something that's like really rude and they don't realize it and mm-hmm. they're like oh it's just a joke and then you're just supposed to be like oh well can you explain the joke to me because I don't get it <laughs> and then as they're explaining it they're like there shit this to... is really freaking racist or really sexist uh, yeah. like oh wow I can't believe I just said
1: that. Yeah, exactly. It's not as funny as I thought it was. Yeah. Um, Go to the next one, though. The,
0: the next thing I want to talk about was, I didn't come with like any like specific things like I usually do, but um, I wanted to talk quickly about triggers and how triggers exist to teach you yes. what you need to address, Yes. and they're also your responsibility. Yes. However, yes. that does not mean someone's allowed to be an asshole. And that doesn't mean someone should be emotionally or verbally abusing you. Right. Like if you're triggered by that, that's, that's different. But if you, like if I, if I got broken up with while eating a pickle, and then the next time someone was like, "Do you want pickles on the side?" and I'm like, "How dare you?" Like, that's my problem. That's not cuz we can't create a world where we're expecting everyone else to walk around on eggshells as cuz then and if you do that cuz you can't know what they're No, but if you do yeah. that, you're giving that trigger all the power over you because yes. you've you've put your, everyone's life on hold to address that, which makes it more powerful.
1: And I'm not saying... Well, and that's what, that happens in families all the time. Yeah, yeah. And the person True. that calls it out, the whole family gets, gets mad, mad at. Yeah. Because yeah. they're speaking the truth.
2: So in your situation, don't don't hate Clausen. Hate the, you know this, <laughs> this bad situation that not, caused not that. Not the like, brand yeah. of the
1: pickle, but the... Don't yes. get
2: angry at Vlasic just because yeah. you get broken up with while eating a pickle.
0: Yeah, leave the pickles alone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> pickles are awesome.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. Triggers are, are to me, the mirror. That's... Mm-hmm. If you get triggered... You're looking in a mirror and your hair is a mess, fix it. Yeah. And I would go so far as to agree with you also on well there are certain times where somebody is such a a hole to you, yeah, that it would trigger anybody. Oh, yeah. But I would also add to that where were you right before that happened? Where were you mentally? Where were you spiritually? Because yeah. I, even if you are what I would consider a truly innocent victim. You are still in the law of vibration. Mm-hmm. and so, you have to get out of the cycle. Yeah, yeah, and there can be just tiny little vapors of victim in your life, and you will continue to have victim experiences until mm-hmm. you clear it.
2: Okay, then I have a question for you, Carla. Yeah. Um, are you able to get over it quickly and forgive someone if they're never sorry or they never even apologized? Yes. Really? Yes. See, that I think is very evolved because I can't do that at yes. all. Yes,
1: and so here's how. Here's how. When I, when I look at any person and I think about the amount of light that they have, I know that they're only doing as as good as their vessel can yeah. deem. You can only drive as so, far as much gas as you have. So if yeah. I'm working with one of my guys out of jail, so to speak, and he, he's mostly dark because he hasn't been enlightened, he hasn't known the truth and so he reacts to something I don't think of it as his soul reacting so I don't hate him or not forgive him for that I think of it as his ignorance reacting and I don't take ignorance personally
2: but now, what if it's someone very personally close to you
1: then you need boundaries probably <laughs>
2: See, I mean, that's where I think it, it gets depends. a little It depends, like, you'd have to, give me, you'd a have a to give me
1: a sample, or...
0: yeah. Yeah, I think it's usually indicative of their awareness and as well.
1: S- and so um, there's intent. If you know the intent is not healthy, that changes it in my mind. Um, you know, were they jealous? Were they, you know, what what was it that was really instigating it. right? But I, I do believe that each person hurts other people out of ignorance and and not knowing the truth of whatever their situation is, and they u- usually are acting out on some sort of fear. There's something they're afraid of or hiding or you know it's something that's keeping them from really um, being their highest and best, and so I don't, I don't get mad at people for not being their highest and best. I you used blew to. my
2: mind though. That makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Well, and I, I, even, I know this sounds like I'm, you know, I think there's way too many people in jail. I've worked mm-hmm. with enough of them. I've seen, I've seen yeah. them change. So many
0: people for nonviolent. violent Yeah, it's I think there's way, way, way too many that people deserve in jail. Mental, mental rehabilitation. Yeah, should not be. in
1: and I Prison. think I think there's um, way too many people in the dark, and they're only acting out on what they know. Yeah. Like I can see the passion, and I can see the frustration, and I could see from their point of view that that would be a legitimate problem. Mm-hmm. But but I don't agree with their view. It's it's like they just haven't evolved high enough, and I can't be mad at somebody that hasn't evolved high enough. But I can create boundaries and make sure they're not in my life anymore. <laughs> if you're evolved. And you fuck up, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, like um, my friend Carla is like she's like I got the target, And there's the inner circle and then there's all the different outer circles and that person would go directly to the outside circle, you know. <laughs> you I, would be, I would be I would be kind to them, I would be civil to them, I would reply to them. I would be, you know, I have had more people block me than than I've blocked.
2: Same here. I, I never I never block anyone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> God, I don't ever block anyone either. I also don't
0: think anyone has ever blocked me? <laughs> just kidding. <they laughs> definitely, probably. You're have. so perfect. Probably
2: because I'm
1: annoying. Who would? I do think that? you're putting
2: too much importance on social media if you're blocking. People well, I mean, like. yeah. anyway, I, I'm sorry I actually that meant tangent,
1: no. You're good. I actually meant blocking them in real life. Like oh, I didn't. Well, both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see,
2: when I hear "block," I just that's <laughs> yeah. a millennial Word. thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I immediately think Facebook block that's or okay. Instagram, whatever.
1: That's okay. And so, um, Carly, are you ready for the the tweet time? Yeah. Why'd you tweet that?
0: Uh, yeah, why did you tweet that? Why did you tweet that? Let's okay, pull so each other's tweets. do
1: you want to go first or do you want me to go?
0: Um, I can go first. Here, I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, oh my gosh, we were just talking about this. I didn't know this when I picked it. Uh, triggered fear is fear that was always there. People then either fight, hide, or kiss ass to their oppressors. Try instead to integrate and learn. There's real dark forces at work here you want them out of your field.
1: And it's so funny because earlier you said something about the bubble and that was what I had picked for your tweet. And so now totally. I'm looking for another one. But I think it's funny we both ended up looking at tweets and then pulling it into the conversation without even being cognizant of it. Um, and so uh, we, we kind of covered it. The only thing that I would say is different on that one about the kissing ass thing, it's always Fight, been... Fight, flight, freezer fawn. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and the fawn piece is one that I don't think people are aware of as much because they think well I wouldn't fawn on somebody that you know is triggering me but let me tell you when you're afraid of their reaction you absolutely, you absolutely will and that's a that's a huge problem is when you find yourself kissing ass then you know you are not in a good spirit yeah you're you're really not it's it, cuz you're afraid yes you've been triggered in a way that's very tricky Very complex. All right, so um, I'm going to pick a different one since we already discussed the bubble. Um, I have never dated anyone. All of my exes are simply dangerous misinformation. (laughs) (laughs) I I love your
0: tweets. I was just, because I've I've seen that stupid phrase, dangerous misinformation, thrown out left and right about things that aren't dangerous, okay? Sharing your opinion. It's not dangerous. No. You know Ideas what I mean? are not dangerous. Ideas aren't dangerous. Questions aren't dangerous. Vitamin C isn't dangerous. Like yes. why are these things getting removed? It's not, you literally can't overdose on vitamin C. Like, and so I was like, um, I tweeted that because it gives me, you know, plausible deniability. <laughs> you could bring up anything I've done from my past. And I'm like, that is simply dangerous misinformation. <laughs> Because if we're gonna if we're gonna start using this phrase, we're gonna start. Yeah, using you're just this gonna phrase. go ahead
1: and use it all the way.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that. I part. was dangerously misinformed when I made those decisions, so <laughs> therefore it is dangerous misinformation. Thank you for coming to my TED talk.
1: You're welcome.
0: It's been fun. I appreciate you. I have another one of yours. Okay. Okay. You said. Pre- Predators are about to become prey to their own karma. It's not revenge; it is ascension. Also, your Twitter feed looks like the end times Bible verses. Sorry,
2: (laughs) they could all be on a sign, like a trying to wake everybody up. up.
0: Literally, predators are about to become prey to their own karma. Like
1: it's very. I love that. Do you know how happy it makes me? No, I agree. It makes me so happy because so what's happening and i give god all the all the credit for this but Shout out god. there is something going on and there is a bifurcation happening mm-hmm. and it is pulling hard and what's happening is i'm watching people do really horrible things and get Immediate karma. We love to see it, and it's wonderful because it, when it was slow, you didn't always recognize that. Yeah, that was your vibe, baby. And so some of these ones with the the protesters and stuff, I've been like, oh my gosh, that guy just threw that brick, and it went into not his the protesters friends. or okay. I'm sorry, the rioters. The rioters. You're right. You're Thank lumping you. everyone together. No, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry, but the the ones who are not the ones that are rioting, how about that? Yeah, violence, violence is... Violence is bad, Um, and so it was just so wild to me. I was like, whoa, and there were so many examples of it. I was really kind of blown away, but that wasn't what
2: what spurred it on. There was
0: that one of that kid, he's this young kid, he was running out of a store that people were looting, and he just runs directly into the glass. He thought it was broken open, and I was laughing so
1: You know what's so interesting, too, about that one kid? is some of them, I think, are being protected. Like, that one kid had that experience, and if he wakes up and realizes, okay, that was a warning. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. Yeah, Yeah. God totally gives us a million outs before we get clobbered.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, that's
1: true. And so, and then the other, what was the last part of that, Um, the predator? It's not revenge, it's ascension, Oh yeah. And so that's what I think. I think we're all being called to the glory of God right now, like, Harder than ever. I agree. And with this beautiful new energy that God's sending out, it's all of the all of our evil, the violence, and the sexual predators, and any anyone that would fall into that category, mm-hmm. they're all bubbling up. It's true. Stuff is happening, and they're not they're being exposed. And it's as sad. I'm sad for them, but I also know that their vessel can be cleaned, and that they can they can yeah do better but
0: yeah you get what you hopefully get what they you will put out that's what i think it works the other way too because um i mean if we want to bring the bubble back into this <laughs> i i'm always looking for ways to talk about the bubble but um i've noticed that the, there's a lot of and i don't want to get into who specifically a lot of players who i feel like are really good humans and good people mm-hmm. and saying a lot of really important things and they're just having like really impressive games like putting up numbers oh. that are like historical and i just think that we are living in a time where your karma is expedited Yeah. amazon primed right yeah. now <laughs> it's one click delivery Right. so uh it's really cool on the flip side to watch good people it's, it's good it's so nice to watch good things happen to good people immediately yeah and i think we're gonna see a lot more of that and i think that's gonna start to be let's
1: like, call it in the norm let's right? call it in yeah i love it well thank you for today my love thank you Thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev.
2: Thank you, Kev. I didn't realize it had already been an hour.
1: Hell yeah. Stay suspicious, guys. Stay suspicious. And happy.